Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 85. My name is Chris Harper. This podcast is based on Take Note, the radio program, which is heard weekdays on Guam at 88.1 FM. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In the podcast version, we provide about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Psalm 100. We're going to spend some time in this psalm of praise today, talking about our God and the ways in which we can worship Him in the world. It's a well-known psalm. One or more verses are quoted from its text in things like greeting cards or wall art. You probably already know most of what it says. Sometimes, though, it's the better-known scriptures that deserve a repeat, a closer look, a careful examination. Because familiarity often means we fail to do that. We think we understand without taking time to understand. Well, I hope we can do that today from Psalm 100 with gladness, which is our theme. There are only five verses to explore in Psalm 100, and there are five short verses. In fact, we're only looking at 90 words in total. But I think there are enough details here to keep us occupied, particularly if we capture the spirit of the text, which is focused on praise and joy. Let's read the entire psalm first, and then take a closer look at each verse. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Here are the themes we can take away from just this quick reading. Everyone who knows the Lord ought to be singing, serving, knowing, thanking, praising, and blessing. I think there's more in there, but we'll have a closer look as we continue. Here's the first verse in our text. Psalm 101. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. All ye lands, as we can tell at first glance, is all-encompassing. It means the whole earth. This is the kind of praise that God is worthy of receiving from everyone he created everywhere. That we should sing out joyfully to him seems very little to ask. He's responsible for us being here, and all good things throughout all the earth are a result of his favor. To make a joyful noise is to cry out, to blow an alarm, to shout for joy. It's a loud cry unto Jehovah, the one who is our God, the one who made all things. We don't do this simply because we get the feeling we want to do it. We must consider the fact of who he is, the reality of his person, and what that means. And in embracing that reality, we discover that he's worthy of a cry like this. So make a joyful noise. 
We most often do this in song, and that's where we're headed in the next verse. Psalm 102, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. To serve the Lord means to be a bondman, in bond service to, to labor on behalf of, to do service for. And for anyone who's come to know God through his son Jesus, this is often how we see ourselves, as his servants. And we serve him not out of duty, although we have a duty, and not out of obligation, although we have many obligations, but out of love and thankfulness and joy, or as it says here, with gladness. Our service in his work is a privilege. Now, there may be difficulty attached to it. Hardships may come as a result. Things may not be easy, but they're worth it because he's worth it. And while we're serving, we must sing. Every moment we're in his presence, and he deserves to see our gladness through our singing. He deserves to hear our joy through singing and to be thanked in song and to be praised in song. This is part of our joyful noise to him. Now a little information about him in Psalm 103. Know ye that the Lord, he is God, and it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We have a little of the why in this verse. While we've taken it upon ourselves to mention it in discussing the first two verses, here we actually have it. He's our creator. He made us. We could never have made ourselves. Without his deliberate and direct intervention, we would not be here. Of course, the one who made us is our owner. We are his people particularly those of us who believe in his son, Jesus. He's our leader and the one who is over us. We're described in the way that you'll often see it in scriptures as sheep in God's pasture. Sheep are reliant upon the shepherd. They're vulnerable and unprotected without him. And without his leading, they know not where to go. This is one of the ways in which we can see ourselves And among the many other reasons we have to be praising him, this is one of them. There's more singing in the next verse, Psalm 104. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. The gates of his temple should be entered with thanksgiving. These are words of thanks from a heart of thanks both for what we've discussed about him already and much more. His courtyard should be entered with songs of praise because we're thankful to him and because we bow down before him as our king. These are word pictures for entering a king's palace. But for those of us who know Christ as Savior, we know that the New Testament encourages us to come boldly before his throne and that he has sent his spirit to dwell within us, meaning there's no building where we need to go to praise him. There's no physical gate or courtyard to enter. This must be every day in his presence, which is anywhere we are, delivering thanksgiving, singing adoration and praise, and bowing down, which is the idea of blessing him. Everywhere 
all the time, no matter the location. Well, there are other whys in our final verse of the day. Psalm 105, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. God's goodness, mercy, and truth are highlighted here. We know that he is good and that he made us and that he provides good and perfect gifts. One of them is mercy. That is withholding a punishment we deserve out of kindness. He withholds that punishment, though we do deserve it, forever. Our sin never comes back to haunt us. He is casted as far away as the East is from the West. And it doesn't matter which era you may have been born into. His truth endures to every generation. That's why we're reading this psalm today, probably written around 1000 BC, and identifying with it, because truth stands the test of time. It holds up to scrutiny. It has eminent usefulness in life, every day and in every way and in every era. These are just a few of the reasons why we must serve the Lord with gladness and come before him with singing. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.